0: Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Thursday, October 26. On this date in 1861, the Pony Express fell victim to emerging technology. The service was replaced by the Transcontinental Telegraph. On this date in 2001, President George W. Bush signed the USA Patriot Act, giving authorities unprecedented ability to search, seize, detain, or eavesdrop in their pursuit of possible terrorists. And here's your morning trivia. On this date in 1982, a medical drama that would make stars of Denzel Washington and Mark Harmon, among others, premiered on NBC. Can you name that show? I'll have the answer coming up. But first let's have a look at that Thursday forecast over at the First Alert Weather Center. And good Thursday morning starting out. Cool this morning. Grab a light jacket as you head out the door but not as chilly as recent mornings. We'll see a few clouds. There could be a stray shower, a few sprinkles today. Most of you will stay dry, enjoying another beautiful sunny day. We'll see temperatures climb to around 80 degrees, if not in the low 80s this afternoon. Low 80s again tomorrow. Low to mid 80s Saturday, Sunday into Monday, our warmest day at 85 degrees. Dry weather through out but we will see a big cool down next week towards halloween from the 80s to the 70s and only low 60s for highs by next wednesday
1: you're listening to morning y'all your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the low country's news leader life 5 news now let's get to your morning headlines The Coastal Carolina Fair has officially landed in the low country, and organizers say there's a little bit of something for everyone. Shelby Roberts joins us live at the fairgrounds in Ladson with what you can expect this year. Good morning, Shelby. Hey, Nick, I think I've got the
2: coolest job this morning. We are out here at the Coastal Carolina Fair where all of the excitement is underway. Joining me now, we've got Jay Wallace, one of the many, many people that are behind the scenes working to make this production happen. Jay, tell us about what people can expect.
3: We've got a great fair this year. We've got six or seven new rides, uh, all kinds of great new food. It's going to be good. We're ready to go. Come on out.
2: I tell you, the lights are on and the excitement is underway. Food-wise, you told me you have something new that I wanted to talk about a little bit more. What's one of the newer options this year? We've got a bunch,
3: but one of the more interesting ones is what we call politician fries. What is politician fries? It's air-fried fries, full of hot air very cheesy and covered in baloney. I'll let y'all figure out why we named it that. Yeah, there we go. Election
2: season (laughs) another way. Don't forget to vote, by the way. But okay, all the rides are going to be up and running in just a couple of hours because gates open at 3 p.m. What is one of the more exciting rides that you find people always gravitate towards?
3: So we've got the Dutch Wheel, the Banshee, and uh, that Banshee spins 360 degrees, and the Beast. uh, Very good popular rides. I love that.
2: Come on out. Lastly, Jay, I know it's also a component of giving back here at the Coastal Carolina Fair. How do you guys give back.
3: So we actually support 60 to 70 charities for 19 since 1957. Uh, we've given 11 million dollars back to just the Charleston, Berkeley, and Dorchester County um, counties here since 2003. And then this year alone was 419 thousand dollars. We just gave it away last week. So
2: many great things that are happening, again, for a great cause. Come on out to the fair as well. All the fun since 1957 out here at Coastal Carolina Fair. Those gates open at 3 p.m. And coming up in the next hour, we're going to talk about some important reminders that you'll want to know before you go. Live in Latson, Shelby Roberts, Live
1: 5 News. Well, Dorchester County wants the community's help in shaping the future of transportation in the county. The Dorchester County government has launched an initiative to enhance the way you move around its towns and streets. It's called the Complete Street Survey, and it's not just about roads. It's about involving you in creating safer, more accessible streets for everyone. Live 5's Destiny Kennedy is live in Somerville at the County Council Chambers. Destiny, what inspired the county to introduce the Complete Streets approach?
4: Nick, officials tell me that usually you see these kind of policies implemented in bigger towns, but they wanted to get a head start as Dorchester continues to grow. This survey is an open call to residents, businesses, and stakeholders to actively engage in this initiative. The survey is your chance to contribute to all of the things that are going on in the town. The growing needs of the community. Complete the Streets aims to create policies that design streets to accommodate all forms of transportation. Designs may vary depending on the area and what is needed chairman of Dorchester county council planning billing and development committee explained to me what changes the community could possibly see from these policies
3: in the end basically speed kills so a lot of what complete streets does is slow traffic to the point that there'll be more crosswalks and things like that to allow people to safely cross they're better signalized there's protected bike lanes in some cases
4: In addition to the survey, community members are also invited to a second Complete the Streets workshop tonight from 5.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. It's happening at the St. George Rosenwald School, which is located at 205 and Street in St. George. Now, the survey is set to close on Monday, November the 27th. If you're interested in participating, you can find the link by going under this web story at live5news.com. Reporting live in Somerville, Destiny Kennedy, Live 5 News.
1: All right, thank you, Destiny. Well, if you're voting in Charleston, you'll be asked to answer a $70 million question. That question is whether or not a referendum to fund... The Charleston Parks and Recreation Master Plan should be approved. The plan identifies needs across the city to renovate and create new parks over the next decade. The list of projects on the ballot were prioritized by city council and the mayor. If approved, the parks on the peninsula, Johns Island, James Island and Daniel Island would be funded. That funding would still be subject to review by the city's Recreation Commission and City Council. We're getting a look at what a new hotel coming to the Anson Street could look like once it's approved. The hotel will sit on the parking lot between Anson's Restaurant and Henry's on the, on the market and is expected to house 50 rooms. Officials approved the materials for the project as well as the height, mass and general direction it will face. Despite this progress, there is no timeline on when construction will actually start. We've seen over the last few years construction sometimes can get held up depending on supply chain issues and and other things so um, we don't at this time we don't have a real good understanding of when the project may move forward but the fact that they've moved from conceptual to preliminary um, in good order uh, this year um, lends itself to the project being prepared to take it to the next step. The hotel will also have to go through a final BAR review and then through the technical review committee before construction can begin. This morning, one Charleston County school board member is waking up inside of Whiteside's elementary school. Ed Kelly decided to stay there overnight in an effort to shut down continued skepticism over higher than normal levels of carbon dioxide that were found in certain parts of the school a few weeks ago. Meredith Blair has the details and an inside look at this school sleepover.
5: Kelly wants to reassure parents that the efforts the school district has made to ensure safe air quality are legitimate. He said the reasoning for his stay is because he strongly believes it is safe to do so. Multiple air quality tests have been done and the district believes in situations like this. Transparency is key. Although not yet proven to be connected, Kelly spent the night in the classroom where two kindergarten students had medical emergencies within the last three weeks. He wants the public to know that he would never ask students to go into a place that he wasn't sure was safe.
1: I've got a little kindergartner myself and I cannot imagine the, truthfully, the fear that I would have if I was concerned that I was sending my son to a school that was unsafe. And so my hope here is to show parents that, that genuinely this is a safe place to be.
5: Now this evening at 530, there's a community meeting being held for parents and students to come out, get their questions answered, and review the test results. Reporting in Mount Pleasant, Meredith Blair, Live 5 News.
1: Every year, South Carolina's public schools receive billions of dollars in taxpayer money. Now you can see how your district is spending it. In last year's budget, state lawmakers implemented a formula intended to simplify how schools are funded. As part of that, they also required the creation of a new online dashboard to show how districts are spending those dollars the tool also offers district by district looks and comparisons of data like average teacher salaries and how their revenues per student correlates to test scores
5: sunshine is always the best disinfectant and um, as i've shared often with the educators that i've been privileged to talk to when we have nothing to hide we can put it all out on the table
1: Right now, the dashboard includes data from the 2021-22 school year. It's available online right now through the state's Revenue and Fiscal Affairs Office. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says his war cabinet will decide how soon the ground assaults on Gaza will begin. This as the death toll in Gaza has risen to more than 6,500 people. CBS News correspondent Tina Kraus has more on the war from Tel Aviv.
5: (laughs) CBS News has learned Israel is holding off on its ground invasion into Gaza, possibly to allow more time for negotiations to free more than 200 hostages. Children are among them, nine-month-old Kafir and his four-year-old brother Ariel.
0: There's no words that could describe how horrifying this is, seeing innocent kids that did nothing wrong except for being in their homes. At
5: the White House, President Biden said there is no going back to the status quo. When this crisis is over... There
0: has to be a vision of what comes next, and in our view, it has to be a two-state solution.
5: While Hamas launches rockets at Israel around the clock, (laughs) Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu warns Hamas is doomed. On a military base near Tel Aviv, the Israel Defense Forces showed reporters 46 minutes of gut-wrenching raw footage from the horrific attack. On October 7th. We need to call out the depravity and the horror that we saw Hamas commits and what motivated them. The IDF says its relentless airstrikes on Gaza are not about revenge, but wiping out Hamas. But thousands of civilians have been caught in the crossfire. Are they the enemies, asked this man, pointing to his wounded son. The UN says a third of hospitals in the Gaza Strip have stopped functioning.
0: The hospital have nothing to offer to them. So it's, it cannot be described by words. It's a head.
5: And fuel is running out to power generators. Israel says Hamas is stealing the crucial commodity from civilians to use in their rockets. Releasing aerial images of these tanks it says contain more than 100,000 gallons of fuel. CBS News has not been able to independently verify the pictures. Tina Kraus, CBS News, Tel Aviv.
1: After more than three weeks, the House finally has a new speaker. Republican Representative Mike Johnson of Louisiana scored enough votes to win the post and drew unanimous Republican support. His victory comes after three other candidates failed to get the needed votes since Kevin McCarthy was kicked out. We want our allies around the world to know that this body of lawmakers is reporting again to our duty stations. Let the enemies of freedom around the world hear us loud and clear. The people's house is back in business. Johnson's election as House Speaker now allows the chamber to get back to work and figure out another funding bill as a government shutdown looms by the middle of November.
0: At the top of the show, I told you a medical drama that turned into a star maker for the likes of Denzel Washington and Mark Harmon premiered on this date on NBC in 1982. That show was Saint Elsewhere. Celebrating birthdays this Thursday, actress Jacqueline Smith is 78. Actor Dylan McDermott is 62. Country singer Keith Urban is 56. And writer-producer Seth MacFarlane turns the big five-zero. Thanks for joining us for Morning Y'all. Powered by Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. Hope you have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.
1: Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's News Leader.